Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Cars, bitches. Welcome to Straight Up with Stassi. I've got two uh, relationship, sex, dating experts, which I'm going to get into what makes you a fucking expert because I'm no expert on this shit. But I've got the two funny girls from the Girls Gotta Eat podcast, Ashley and Raina. Thank you for fucking being here. Thank Thanks you for, for having, having us. us. Um, so... Uh, I heard, Ashley, when you were came in here just now, you said, what the fuck? Like, I've been to so many rowdy hotels. So before I get into anything, <laughs> I, I just want to start with this. No, that's it's important. Like, it's, it's very important. You said, <laughs> what the fuck is with this rowdy hotel or like all these rowdy hotels that I've been in? And I'm like, what happened? Can you explain? Yeah, we have been staying. We're- this is the copy, I think. Oh, exactly that's totally okay, yeah, fine. We'll keep we'll talking. Keep, we'll They're keep, just for me. We'll, yeah, we'll keep recording through it. He's gonna get a he's gonna get a treat, the coffee guy. Um, yeah, so we we're on the road right now. So we were staying in a hotel in San Diego that was just oddly so loud. It was a hotel that's dog friendly, which it's fine, but like I could hear the dogs barking on one side of my room. I could hear every single thing happening in the hallway. And I was awakened yesterday morning to this couple fighting. Love and, it. See, I, I I think you're you, you're you're hashtag blessed. Well, I, I that's, agree. That's I just, like my favorite I know. part of staying in a hotel is when I, I hear a couple fighting. Right. And I do love couple fights like I'll follow a couple for blocks just like to see whose side I'm on totally um so but I just wanted to we're like sleep is very important you get it you know it was like I really needed to sleep until this mark you know and I I woke up to this to wake somebody up with a fight through the wall has to be like super loud yeah I woke up and I'm like oh my god I'm so annoyed and then they're fighting and I hear the girl scream, when was the last time you ate my pussy? And I was like, I'm up. Yes. I'm invested. I put a cup against the wall. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like listening. And yeah, she wanted him to be more affectionate. He he got, <laughs> I guess, you know, in all areas, he got really aggressive. I was like, had the, I was about to call the front desk. And then he yelled, I'm going to pick up this TV and throw it out the window. And then like that, like then it kind of stopped. That, that scared the shit out of her. So then it, it he scared it, her. It simmered yeah. down the fight. Nothing physical. Maybe he went down on her. Maybe that was why it was quiet. That's <laughs> he, so he's Do you know how lucky you are? I felt so lucky. And like, I was supposed to meet Raina and I just was like, Hey, I'm, I got, I'm going to be a little bit late. I got to see this out. 
You know? Well, she yeah. told me she was about to call the front desk because somebody was having a fight, and then I just didn't hear from her for like 15 minutes. Because she, she had saddled a, up. She had a glass against the wall. If you don't, you're a sociopath. 100%. If you don't stay and listen, I, I can't be your friend. This is why I am kind of depressed about moving out of my apartment complex <laughs> and into a house because the amount of nights that I have just. <laughs> I hope my neighbors don't listen to my podcast. <laughs> you should keep your apartment just to but go back sometimes. Just like go the amount of times that I have just been like, what's that? What's that? What's that? Turn off the TV, Bo. Turn off the fucking yeah. TV and pour me a drink. It'll be days that I'm like, I'm not drinking today. You know, I'm taking like, a, I'm taking a few days off and I'm like, it's time for a drink. There's a fight going on. I'm going to open all the windows so I can hear every goddamn thing. And that is my show for the night. It is. It's, it's, I, I do enjoy it. Yeah. I like to have a specialty cocktail for the event. I, I used to be that couple. <laughs> like, oh, I used to, every other relationship I've been in. Yeah. I was that couple. And you don't like know yes. it. It, you're like, oh, I knew it. I'm sure they can't hear this. <laughs> and then you're like, you hear another, you hear another couple fighting, and you're like, oh, oh, everybody has been hearing me for years. Yes, yes, but like throwing things, <laughs> shattering things. You're a thrower. Oh yeah. Well, I used to be. Are you a thrower or a shower? <laughs> I, I mean, I was like in everything. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. I was invented new stuff. I was a fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Because my boyfriends were fucking assholes. Girl, I know. It's like, how can you not? I miss being that couple. I was wondering if you missed that, like, you're disappointed that you guys have a good relationship it's just, now. It's just, it's like, you know what? We need to spice it up a you little bit. screaming at somebody. You know, I need wife. a little more drama in my life. I feed off that can shit. Can you just, like, allude to the fact that you cheated on me just once? <laughs> <laughs> And just the, yell, yeah. when was the last time you ate my pussy and just start the fight? That is hysterical. It worked well, for JT. and You were given a gift, and yeah. I just need you to tell that. Y'all, you have a wildly popular podcast. I know. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Like, how does one, I was like thinking about this, how does one, be, do you call yourself experts? No, I've never, in, I've never said that. I in mean, like sex, dating, and, and relationships. I think I do now. I wouldn't have said that day day one, Don't, but I feel that way. I feel strongly about it now, just because of the knowledge we've amassed through doing this podcast for two years. So I don't. I think that we are experts as much as anybody else. We've even had like psychologists on the show and. Yeah, we're telling them stuff that well, they're like, "Yeah, you're totally right." Well, my first thought in that is like, "That's a lot of pressure y'all put on yourselves." Like for real. I just it's like I say, I, I'm like that. That's like I I, adm I admire that because then it's like you're held accountable. Your fans are listening to you. They want to hear what you have to fucking say, and they're like trust your opinion. I'm like, oh my god, I'm way too much of a coward to do that. I could never. Um, when I say that I've never said that I'm an expert, I just don't, I don't pretend that I like went to school for any of this, but I think at this point you don't really need to. Like we've interviewed all these therapists, life coaches, even just comedians, just talking to people every week about the way that they handle personal conflict or good things in the relationship, sex, dating, money, things like that, moving. Um, yeah. Anything like that. I just feel like we've amassed so much advice from different people. And I'm not saying that I'm in the healthiest relationship and I know exactly what to do because people are totally. people and you can't control people. Of course. But like, here's some mistakes we've made. Here's how I would make it better. Here's how I've changed. Yeah. And like, here's the outcome of those things. I think we've both become really a lot better partners, friends, um, romantic partners through just learning about the stuff and talking about it. Yeah. In the last two years. Yeah. That's and being amazing. able to diagnose the situation and figure out what's happening from the outside and tell people how to act accordingly and i think if we've we'll, we'll get stumped here and there like i think we have really good advice for most scenarios every once in a while we're like i don't know what to tell you but yeah. it's few and far between also i just think i'm always right you know that's my yeah my, well my 
little bit about me. So when you guys go on dates, do people get intimidated when they ask you what you do? Um, I... Does it affect your relationships? Are they like, are you going to talk about this? Yeah. Is this really, or are you psychoanalyzing me right now? It's really just, it's, it's, it's specific to the person. Yeah. So it's definitely changed our dating lives. Um, I don't lead with it. It's, I don't, I don't really go on app dates anymore, but even when I, like I'm on, I'm still on it. And even when I was on it, I wouldn't. You're not on Raya? I'm on Raya, I'm on Hinge, but like, it's just, it's, it's not how I meet. It's never really worked for me meeting, meeting guys in apps, but I wouldn't even put like any sort of pictures of me doing stand up or anything. I just don't like to lead with it. It comes up in conversation because if you don't tell someone what you're, what you're, what you do, you feel like you're lying. What are you going to say? I'm like, I'm a teacher, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. of course. Um, um, we've, we've had some different situations, different bridges. Every person's different, you know, like she said, and some people are never going to date you because you're too public and you're certainly, I'm, I'm sure you understand that more yeah. than most people. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had somebody who I really cared about say to me, um, dating somebody this this public is my worst nightmare that's not my person um everybody else that i've dated throughout the years we come to a an agreement that we're both happy with normally for ashley and i both it's just sort of like hey we are dating somebody we'll give you guys details as we're comfortable sharing them we do want to share as much about our lives as possible yeah of course um but every person is different in terms of what they're willing to let us share some people don't care at all and we're also not out here giving names um any kind of identifying details about people where they work like what they do and so you it would be almost impossible to figure out who anybody was that we were talking about and that's a that's purposeful when I was dating, I wanted to give names so badly. <laughs> Same. I just drag do, I just did nicknames, but like I yes, I wanted to drag all those fuckboys so badly. I honestly feel like two years from now, I'm just gonna do an episode where it's like a list. We literally have said that we want to do a live show. We want to do Madison Square Garden. We want to call all of our exes. We oh, just yeah. want to drag everybody. It'll be like the Super Bowl of fuckboys. That's the that's what dreams are made of. If we agree. Oh my God! Could I be your special guest? Let's yes. Get, let's get everybody, like all the like women like us, and we'll just do it. Yes. And then we'll bring the men out. We should just bring them. We should lure them there under the guise of something else. Yes. You money. won free tickets to the Knicks game. <laughs> Courtside. One hundred percent. Your little fuckboy asses out onto the yes. stage. And it's just—it's a room full of girls just booing them. It's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. All I—I I am so unlucky. I have like really good relationships with pretty much all of my exes like positive or no relationship but I don't hate any of them so like I gotta find more people that are terrible to me you, you, you've never been the screaming couple then I, I know I, it's not I mean Ashley knows me I'm just not like a yeah I can't a yeller. I'm not like a screamer in any way um I will I will cut you down in all kinds of other ways like I will create a complex from which you can never recover from um <laughs> oh you need money <laughs> What is it? Is this for you? Yeah, it's for coffee. You can just take it on my bag. Sorry, Stassi. No worries. Um, of, is that both of those yours? Or yours. I got you one. Oh. I um, yeah, I, I don't need to yell and scream. I will ruin your life in other ways. I just won't talk to you. I won't fuck you. What is your fighting? So your fighting style is is to just go silent and ignore and like punish. And I get really cold. Right. I mean, I'll talk to you. You're not going to like anything I have to say. But you're not like a fighter. 
I don't feel a need to. It's just not in my nature to like yell and scream. Like I will communicate that I am fucking pissed and you fucked up and you could find a way to make it better or not. But like I have never in years, I had a boyfriend that would push me to that point and I never got the outcome personally that I wanted. Like I would yell and scream and suddenly I was just the crazy person and I, I felt like I lost because suddenly it wasn't about what he did anymore. It was about like what I was yelling and screaming about and acting like a crazy person. Right. So no, yes. And that's what they do. Yes. They do. The second you start yelling and screaming, then you're the problem. They could have literally just fucked your sister and they're like, but you're crazy and you're screaming and you're an absolute lunatic. And then it becomes our problem. I've learned, at least now with Bo, if we get into an argument, if I just cry, it's over. But you have to like do it sparingly. Like that's the thing. I know. I could cry every single argument. Really? He'll fall for it every time? Every time. And he's, he's just sensitive to me crying. And then he's like, okay, let's talk about this. And I'm like, thank you. I just need a hug. (laughs) We just say like, definitely cry. Like when in doubt, cry. But it's just if you do it every time, you know, but maybe that works for you. Like I would kind of sobs. Yeah. It's not sobs. It's just uh, some trickling tears. Okay. Well, you've learned how to manipulate this guy. The last (laughs) ones you need. Yelling and screaming feels great. It does. Like when you're so mad and you just can't stop, it feels amazing. It takes, I mean, she knows, it just takes a really long time to push me there. Once I'm there, I have a hard time backing down. Yeah. I can't stop. But yeah, it takes me a long time. You know, once upon a time, liking something a friend shared meant you were having an actual conversation. But now our lives are all about like this superficial popularity contest for like fake internet points. And I am part of the problem. I will tell you this. But Miller Lite is trying to change that. And I really like their whole angle on things about it being Miller time. And the fact that Miller Lite is my fiance Bo's favorite beer to drink and it's always packed in my refrigerator makes it just that much better because he's drinking it all the time. And when I decide to have beer, Miller Lite's the one that I choose because it's 96 calories. So I feel way, way better about it. So I know when like Bo pulls out a Miller Lite, that's like our time to unwind, put away our phones, no social media, no checking anything, just like sit, chat, hang out with each other. That is the whole Miller Lite experience. So when there's a great tasting 96 calorie Miller Lite, friends should always come before followers. Here's to the original light beer. Here's to the original social media. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Wait, Ashley, what is your fighting style? Um, I uh, like all. I think I do all the things. I have like a wide array of like ways ways that people feel bad about themselves. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I was in a relationship where there was a lot of screaming. I can't picture ever really going back there. I was like in a super volatile relationship where we really triggered each other, and I. It's like I can't even. It felt like a different version of me of those like screaming. You know, like I hit him one time. You know, like running down the street like wild craziness. I. I mean, Raina can tell you I've gotten a f- we've gotten in like a few fights. We get in like one fight quarterly. We we hug once quarterly and we get in one fight quarterly. Um, I I'll just get like really kind of I can be like really condescending and cold and like people get really more angry. You know, like I'll just kind of I don't know. I hate to say it, but if someone's like really upset, I and I don't care. I'll just like kick them all and kind of just like. <laughs> make them feel worse I guess like I you know instead of like fighting back in certain scenarios I'll just kind of like act really blase about it which pisses people off even more wait so you were saying um during this you were like 
getting like running down the street like act crazy and all that did i've been in those situations where it's like let me out of the car or get out yeah. of and like i literally am left on the side of the road or someone makes me get out of the car <laughs> or i'm in new york and someone literally runs an ex-boyfriend runs from me in the snow and i just moved to new york and i have no idea where i'm going and i'm like what is isn't it funny to think about the it's fact so- that we've tolerated that it's so crazy like i really feel like my uber rating is low because of like one x because we would just start (laughs) screaming at the uber we didn't care like i remember one time we were like leaving this wedding we were going back to the hotel we were supposed to have this romantic weekend at the four seasons and like just like broke up like it during the weekend we're like screaming in the uber we were like screaming in the hotel it was like so bad um yeah and then one time i did i uh we were in a restaurant and he did he was he started it he just started like saying these really mean things to me and we had just ordered nachos and i was so furious and the nachos came and i was like in my head i was like i'm either gonna throw the nachos on him or slap him and then i just had this thing of like i can't waste the nachos and i just like slapped him and walked out but how great what a great food to have thrown i know it's everywhere on his face i should have done both so that means that like you know the olives stick to the cheese you know what i mean it would have just been yes it would have been great. It's hard not, to clean. Yeah, very hard to clean. A great for all my listeners out there who are looking for a food to throw <laughs> at your significant other. I now recommend nachos. I know, right. and it, it was like these like Missed shrimp nachos that they had like a drizzle on the top. Like they would have been all over him, and then he would have had to walk out covered in them. It's like, like napalm. It just goes everywhere. It was a really. I just. It was a missed opportunity. I'm sorry. I was filled with rage. I did, couldn't see straight. I was blacked out. I just like went for the slap. But uh, so did everyone in the restaurant stop what they were doing? Yeah, it was bad. And then um, I was meeting friends there later. So obviously he left and then I snuck back in the back to meet my friends. And I was like, I feel like everybody in this restaurant knows that I just like slapped my boyfriend. They did. They knew. <laughs> they saw. Don't you think as you get older, you just get better at like managing your emotions, picking better people? Like I just think yeah. that like as we get older, we pick better people. Men act better because they have to or they start yes. dating 21 year olds i also don't yeah. condone violence i'm sorry <laughs> i've had a boyfriend we've, before. we've all been there Listen, we've all been there fault, okay we've all been there. it's never our fault no 100 it's never our fault he was verbally abusing me yeah, yeah. they so I physically us. abused him <laughs> i've had a boyfriend before i punched i was so mad i was 22 years old i was so mad at my boyfriend i punched him in the face oh, like a full-blown he... punch oh I'll like i don't know how thing. to punch if you got pushed to a fla- you, you could figure it out. I have like a flaccid backhand is like <laughs> Oh, like a bitch you slap. Been mad yeah. Enough. yeah. I, I can just, see you bitch slapping. But like a punch, it just I don't know that I have it in me. Wait, so what happened? He made me so mad. I punched him in the face while he was driving my car. Raina. I was so That's angry. Dumb. I was like, I don't even care if we die today, just so you know how mad I am. But I was twenty one years old. Yeah. No, it's true. As up. as we get older, it, it I am I will I will toot my own horn and be like, you know what? I feel fucking wise at this age of 31. I am so much better at handling my shit and not having freakouts or manipulating my fiance. You know what I mean? Have, Instead are you of like, able to like take a beat more because that's what oh, I learned. Yeah. Like I used to just oh, yeah. I couldn't have an emotion that wasn't like flying out of my mouth. One hundred percent. And even Rain and I, our business partnership, we can't just act on every single thing we feel like I think we both had to be like let's take a breather yeah spend an hour apart come back to this you two together so you guys fight 
Yeah, and like, I like like a few times a year. Yeah, yeah, we have disagreements. I mean, there's. I, I think that we've figured out how to work together. Look, it's not easy working with anybody for two years no, all the time not. on everything. You're never gonna find a person that is just great all the time. I think yeah. that we found a really nice groove where we're both really good at different things. We really trust each other um, yeah. to represent the other person. Um, and I think we have a lot of fun and a similar vision for how we see the show and our careers going. Um, but yeah, we fight just like everybody. Yeah. Like bigger. Sure. Yeah. There's, we've like yelled at each other like three times. Working together, working with other people is really hard. Collaborations are fucking hard. I'm writing about that right now in my second book. For your next book? Yes. And I'm like, oh, I, I don't wait. fucking like it. Collaborations <laughs> fucking suck. That's basically what I'm writing. But I'll try. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's where we're at. Like, everybody thinks that their idea is the best idea and that their way is the best way. And it's hard to be like... But how do you come to a minute? Like, what if you... Like, you guys are at the opposite end of the spectrum in terms of how you think something should go. Who gives? How um, do you, how do we've you... been really lucky where we just have, like, a, the same vision for the show and the brand um i'm trying to think if there's really one thing we totally disagreed on like i can i tend to be a little more perfectionist like maybe care more about something like the details you know but then then it's just kind of like on me to 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 handle it i don't know i'm trying to i don't know if we've had why we just feel really lucky because people ask us this and it's like i don't know we just found the right person to work with because if I if we ha- kept having those disagreements and didn't see the same vision, long term brand, all that, we just, we just wouldn't work. Yeah. yeah. And we think I think like, you know, especially with some decisions, if one person feels really yeah. vehemently against something, we, we don't do it. And that rarely happens. It might happen with like having a certain guest on the show or something like that. But we really do want to agree on everything that we do. And there's been very few situations where like I, I can't even really think of any where one person was like, we are doing this and I don't care what you think about this this is good for whatever but i also think at the end of the day we both realize that every decision we make is for the betterment of the show yeah not for the betterment of our egos or our personal lives so i like trust when she really wants to do something even if i don't see the vision necessarily i'm like this person is a person i trust and she she's doing this for the best thing in the business you know can you tell me what guest you guys fought over? I'm kidding. <laughs> but if you want to say if you want to say it, you can say it. Off air, it wasn't you. Off air. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if it was? <laughs> Jokes like, on me. And I'm sitting here like I don't want to be here. No. <laughs> I'm like Ashley, it'll be fine. Just don't talk, okay? I'll interview her. <laughs> well, that's why you met me downstairs first. <laughs> I think you know what I will say this. I don't care. Um, early on, Raina said like one of her dream guests was Lena Dunham, and I was like, nope. And we got in kind of a fight early. On where we were like, I just don't, I don't really like her. I think it was right when I found she like gave away her she dog is, or something. She's very polarizing. I'm just not you either like her or you don't. Ashley bombed my phone with so many text messages and I was like, I hate her. Yeah. I hate her and I'm not working with her. It was really her. early on and that I think when we we were early on, we were like vetting each other like to make sure we had the same vision and same ideas about things. And so she said something Lena Dunham and I like saw red because I just and I was an especially like dislike for lena dunham phase i really think it was when she like gave away her dog or whatever um wait, and then, she gave away her dog yeah which uh, i didn't know about wait how old and there was other dog? there was other things too she's just hateable yes and i know she, i know she's done good things i loved girls i watched every episode but like 
it was like I just got mad at Raina for even liking her, and we were fighting back on text. Like, this is so a reflection mad. on your character. And then, like two months later, New York Mag released this like six-page spread about why everyone hates Lena Dunham, and it was just on and on and on. I was like, I hate that she was so right. Oh my god, god. damn it! That's amazing. Look, would we have her on? Probably. No, just kidding. <laughs> for the show, you guys totally would. We you would. We, I mean, Next week, Lena Dunham, Girls Lena, Gotta Eat podcast. Come on our show. So I asked my listeners, because you know what? Talking about sex and dating and relationships, that, that's like everyone's favorite fucking topic. Right. Every time I, I ask my listeners, do you have questions for things like this? It's like those are the ones that like people get most excited. So I need your expert's opinion, you guys, because I have some questions from people. And one of the number one top topics that people kept asking about which I thought was really fucking surprising is um, when you lose your libido so questions about that Mm -hmm. like why you lose your libido or how you confront your partner about it what to do like do you have any advice I realize it's not a very specific question no I'm glad that you asked it we um a, a little while ago I'll direct people to an episode into a book there we had somebody named um, Ian Kerner on our show he's a, a sexual psychotherapist mm-hmm. um he has a book called she comes first and we one of the first questions out I of like that title him, mm-hmm. right <laughs> um one of the first questions was um like I I've sort of I'm not really having sex with my partner how do I get that back one of his best pieces of advice was you have to create that language really early on with your partner where you're spicing it up and making it crazy and fun and you know start from the beginning um and it's very hard to recreate that six well, months or a year in well what happens if you, you so can't if you say it's it. too late no it's never too late I agree um what I would do and Ashley can also give, but her it's own also advice. losing your like, well, also it's, what, it's the, the want to right. It's there's two parts of it. Is are you physically you don't feel turned on anymore? Are you not getting wet? Like there's differences. There's like is it a physical reaction or is it like you aren't feeling like you want to have sex with your partner? Yeah. yeah. So there's two different things. I think the first step is like figuring out what that is. You know, like are you just feeling like the things that turned you on aren't turning you on anymore? I mean, we lose our libido as we not lose we it. Well, I just get tired. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we get, we get more tired. <laughs> I'm men, just tired. Men start to like dwindle like earlier than women. You know, like women are in their sexual prime in their 30s and that's when men kind of start to lose it a little bit. So I think there's, I hate to say like talk to your doctor, but there's things that there's even like a pill now that women can take that if it's really a problem. Really? We, we advertise for it um, at one point. And then there's the like figuring out if it's a issue with your partner and like what you can do there. There's like counseling, there's books to read and there's like having those tools to turn each other on, fulfill those fantasies, discussing all that kind of stuff too. So it's, it's, there's a couple different well, how do you things even, it could be. How do you even begin to have that conversation with your partner without making them feel like a piece of shit? Well, I love what you said, which was, you know, figure it out with yourself first and then you figure out how to diagnose the problem. So I dated somebody who I was actually engaged to and we, whoa, you've been engaged? Yeah. I mean, don't, hold I'm your like applause. fascinated by people who've been engaged and didn't follow through with it. Well, he didn't yeah. follow through with it. I did not follow through with it. Um, I, we just like weren't having sex for the first last like year of the relationship. Relationship and you 
did not have sex. We had sex, but for- we weren't having the amount of sex that I normally have, which is I want to fuck somebody every day. Right. We were having sex like once a week. And I remember thinking every time it was over, like, oh, thank God I don't have to do this again for a week. And oh, no. I like, I did ask. I asked therapists. I read books. I looked on the internet. I was like, why don't I want to have sex with this person? And for me, it was that I just wasn't like excited by him emotionally. I wasn't proud of him. I thought he was like not really doing much with his life. That doesn't make you want to fuck a person. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I could have, I mean, I didn't stay with him, so I don't know how I would have had that conversation. I mean, I don't know that I could have looked somebody in the face and said, like, you're being a loser. It doesn't make me want to suck your dick. I mean, I like that answer. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all know I've been trying to get wedding body ready. Fuck that. Seriously. It's like. What is wedding body ready? What is that anyway? We should all just try and be as healthy as possible all year round. And I've talked about Daily Harvest for for freaking ever because it saves my life. I talk about this. I don't know how to cook. I'm lazy. Bo cooks for me, but he also doesn't always have all the time in the world. So this is when Daily Harvest seriously helps a sister out. Let me explain. Okay. So when you go to dailyharvest.com, you go on their website and there are so many different cups that you can choose from. I know that sounds weird cups, but like, just trust me on this. It makes it so easy. You pick from all these different cups. So they have like smoothies, they have harvest bowls, they have overnight oats, and then they're delivered right to your door in an insulated box. And then you just pop them in the freezer. And then whenever you get hungry, you take one out and it takes literally five Five minutes or less to make. No joke, five minutes or less. So you have your freezer stored with all of this healthy food because it's all organic, organic fruits and vegetables, all healthy for you. So you don't have to feel bad whether you're using it as a snack or as an actual meal. Like my favorites are the harvest bowls because I just take that, I put it in a pan, warm it up, put some hot sauce in it, and that's a full blown meal to me. And how great is it is that there's like 65 different options. 65. That's a lot. Right now, if you go to dailyharvest.com and enter my promo code Stasi, you can get 20, well, you will get $25 off your first box. That's a lot of moolah. That's promo code Stasi, S-T-A-S-S-I, for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. That's dailyharvest.com. This is one thing we learned on that episode was if you are entering in a relationship with somebody that you see as a long term partner, like you get you should start having these conversations early on. So you like develop the language, develop the tools to to, that can sustain you, because when you first start dating somebody, you're really just like high on endorphins and love drugs and all these things. And that kind of makes the passion alone. You know, like you can just be having like regular missionary sex and it's like really hot because it's like the new relationship passion yeah so i think when you get into that point a few months in you're like i see a future with this person like start discussing your fantasies start trying new stuff because it's it it's not too late but like it's gonna feel too late when you're a year in and the passion starts to go away yeah and it it creates an environment of like safety and comfortability like to be able to talk about those things but i don't want to sit here and be like everyone else in five years plus relationships going through this you're fucked no but i don't I also just like, I don't know. I think we all need to be like realistic. I mean, I don't know if there's couples out there that are like having hot sex every other day, 10 years in, you know, I, I don't know. I know. I was ta- I was talking to one of my best friends the other day because she's newly in a relationship and she was like, I'm like, 
I told her, I'm like, em- embrace this moment. Like, never forget this moment. Like, your first I love you is that excitement when he texts you. Like, the- that whole first everything. The first time you talk about how you'd want to marry each other. Like, it's just such a magical. I remember holding on to those feelings and like t- taking a breath like and really being like I'm going to remember every part of this when Bo and I went through that and she was like I don't have to because it's going to be like this forever and I was like oh, oh okay no it's not here <laughs> we go I'm like I have th- this is what every fucking person says uh-huh. and I'm like no it is not going to last forever you'll still you could still be in love of with course, that person but forever no. but that like that those first moments of like being like, okay, this is it. I mean, it's so exciting. Know, it's so exciting. But five years in, I agree with you. We don't want to send the message that like it's just over. Like no, I would, I would try to switch up your routine. I would think, what, what do you masturbate to? Like, do you watch porn? Do you like to masturbate to certain type of fantasies? You can try talking about that, but I know that's very basic information. And if people probably have already thought of that and tried that, I would try to get out of your routine and break it a little bit. So instead of at the end of the night being like, we don't ever have sex anymore. Do you want to have sex? Like you're both in your ugly, frumpy clothes mm-hmm. and you're in your bed that you share like go on a date wear something sexy don't wear panties fuck in the bathroom at a restaurant like switch it up buy a toy always yeah Yeah. absolutely watch a little porn together my sister-in-law just told me that her and my brother watch porn together all the time they've been together for 10 years i was like good for fucking you i tried that we tried that once we were like let's just see this is fun (laughs) and we like brought my computer out and put it on the bed and Bo and i just looked at each other we were like this is kind of boring i feel like i would laugh about (laughs) it i'm like this is (laughs) I don't know. Like, she's hot, right? Like, <laughs> you guys are analyzing it. Like it just, it didn't. That didn't work for me. I always just say, go and have margaritas, tequila. Lube it's like sure. Yeah, there's like l- nothing like. There's nothing lubricant. like a margarita drunk. To yes. just like really be like, okay, let's go home now. Totally. You yeah. Know? So can cannot hype alcohol. Get tequila enough. drunk. Absolutely. I love fucking in a restaurant bathroom. I don't know what cities you live in, but in New York, most of the bathrooms are single stall bathrooms. That's why you so like small. it. Yep. I'm like, where the hell are you? I forget. You're mm-hmm. not living here right now. Right now like, only someone as small as you can fuck in a New York City bathroom. No, they like, are so oh, small. No, some of them are big enough. Listen, I'll fuck anywhere. Do and you know? I do have. you know how selfish you are? Because for me short no (laughs) because in new york there are single stall bathrooms and i have to wait in lines constantly just to pee because you're having sex in there i actually try to be very considerate and only fuck in restaurants where there's two single stall bathrooms off off peak times she wouldn't do it during like a dinner rush (laughs) 2 30 after lunch you know fair fair okay if you're gonna have sex in a single stall bathroom only do it in like mid between lunch and dinner okay (laughs) great great call when, yeah. the, when they're switching over, there's the staff. <laughs> yes. Um, a lot of people also asked about online dating rules, like what to like what to not basically put in your profile, what photos to not really put up, and like basically like what not to kind of say when you form like that converse the conversation that you start having on one of those apps i don't like talking about what to do it's like way more fun to to talk about what not to do we did a whole episode on it um not too long ago uh like what is your mastering what is your app what is tell me about your your profile right now it's really there's rules. I guess these are what to do, but what not to do. I mean, you never need a group photo. Nobody cares. The, the worst thing you can do is do a group photo. Or and then, even, like, what or if you, one of your friends is, is hotter. hotter? Like, just all yeah. photos of you, 
people can assume you have friends. They don't need to see you partying with your friends. The worst thing you can do is have a picture with, a, with somebody and your friend is hotter than you. Or they, the person, the people in the apps just think she is. Like, it's uh, close up, close enough of you without sunglasses, smiling, uh, full body shot. Uh, if pets are great, um, food around you but like you can show you having fun not too many drinking photos so people don't like photos when people like men and women i don't think they want to see a photo every single one you have a drink in your hand or you're partying yeah uh they just want to see that what your actual body looks like not from the top like top skinny angle uh your face without sunglasses and the group photos just get rid of them all like it's it's totally unnecessary my 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 least favorite thing on dating apps was when Every photo was like of exactly the same angle. Yeah, you can t- and no filters. Also, like fil- guys are a little smarter than we think. I mean, they're pretty stupid, but like they can tell that there's like a filter on it. So no filtering, no overly face tuning, nothing. Um, like have that. you seen Catfish? No, guys oh, are I'm not fast. very smart. I whenever Catfish is on, I literally have to stop what I'm doing, sit there, even if I've seen that episode, and rewatch it. I'll cancel whatever our plans oh. are to stay in the hotel and, and watch, watch Neve bust people on Catfish. It's, it's my dream. So good. And yeah, guys actually and women, they're both fucking stupid. Well, exactly. But then you do if you really plan on meeting the person they do realize that when you walk in you're not the person they saw on the app so isn't that amazing like have you guys seen 90 day fiance Uh, are you kidding me yes okay obsessed when um uh, what was her name i don't know if you remember this one the guy showed up with her face on his shirt but it was her photoshopped face? face that made her look like she was 16 and this is like a like 48 year old mom oh my God. and she showed up and he has all the photos that she had sent to him on her face on her I mean on a t-shirt oh my god oh god you I guys you guys one. missed a really good episode why did he, can I ask you what was the purpose of that why did he do that he was like welcome <laughs> <laughs> she was like oh this is awkward <laughs> yeah that yes crazy. so guys are guys are dumb yeah they are what not to put on your on your bot like what you God uh-huh. I hate a quote I don't like a quote I hate a I quote just, no offense if either of you have quotes on well them. they need no. to be stuff that people can respond to that's like interesting like Raina always says like you're like yeah everybody likes coffee and sunshine and puppies you know like it's not wait your your profile says everyone likes sunshine no so when I see people's profiles like I, my advice is like put the things in there to differentiate you from everybody not the things that make you cast a wide net so I think people are like I want to attract as many people as possible so I'm going to pick the most baseline stuff to like I like like coffee and sunshine, my family, meeting new people and traveling. I love yes. Florence. Take me back. Um, I would do as much stuff. Like if you work out five days a week, like I would put this, the classes that you like to take. If you really are a world traveler, put those things. No photos of tigers being tranquilized to death on the floor. I hate that stuff. Wait, um, I'm sorry. What? Like when you go to Thailand, Thailand, you like take pictures of tigers, but they're like tranquilized. So like yeah. tiger picture, can't, p- tiger picture I've canceled. I've never seen this. Yeah. It's, well, you don't. Is this a New York thing? Apps. No, no, it's a Thailand thing. <laughs> I mean, like New York people travel thing. This is like a like a traveling thing for New Yorkers. No, it's like to, people. It's, you know, everybody goes on that trip, and they go to the Tiger Sanctuary, and there's like so many pictures of like men like with these tigers on their dating apps. It's like that tigers. 
barely alive. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then whatever you write, just, I mean, we, I would always put something that people can respond to. Like, anything that will open up a conversation. Read your own responses and think, would I respond to this? Is there anything to respond to this? Like, no one's going to read, I love spending time with my family, meeting new people, and, and respond to this. There's nothing to respond to. Like, yeah. oh my yeah. God, me too. Right. Like, I would write, you know, something about, like, the next trips you want to take. Or maybe you have a bike and you, like, love biking or hiking. Like, whatever it is you do, think, like, is there a response to this? Right. Is this an opening for somebody to try to sleep with me? And then we always talk about, like, how long you should stay in the app and how long you should talk. We get a lot of girls that say to us, like, he just talks to me on the app and talks and talks and never asks me out. And it's like, there's no hard and fast rule personally for me for how exactly how long you guys can chit-chat. I do want to get a vibe for somebody. Are you funny? Are you smart? Like, right. Ashley and I could just never date a person who wasn't sharp and funny. Totally. Um, but I don't want somebody to pen pal me to death either. Like, have a couple interactions, switch to text, pick a plan, let's go out. Yeah. And then I think girls are like, why isn't he asking me out? Why don't you ask them out? What You're on a dating app. The uh-huh. purpose is to date. Nobody's going to be like, I can't believe you said that to me. She's such a loser. Yeah. Like, yeah. go back and you're forth right. a couple times, develop a rapport, maybe switch to text, pick a place, go see if you like each other. And like, just deeper. know that guys are just, and women, like, are both on here, like, trying to get a lot of attention. So... You know, some people just want to have that interaction. They don't really have any intention of meeting up. So if someone's just... That's annoying. But but it's like you have to figure it out early. Like if you've been going back and forth, you have like a a few screens of talking with this person. Like That's what Instagram's for. I know. It's fine to to be like, hey, do you want to grab a drink sometime? And if they they don't really commit, cancel them and move on to the next because people are really on there. I'm I'm a culprit of it too. Like Raina makes money all the time. Like I and I'm kind of seeing someone now. We met in the wild. We didn't um, meet on an app. I, I like how you say we met in the wild. Yeah, I've been on. We these took apps. a tiger photo together. Yeah, <laughs> we sedated each other. It was an elephant. Actually, we were watching the elephants in Thailand. Um, so yeah, just be aware of that. Like we, when people are like, we've been messaging for days. We're like. Get out of here. Who cares? This is a stranger that lives in your phone. Like, yeah. just stop talking to them and find somebody that actually wants to go out with you. I, my, going back to the prompts, like, I, on my hinge, like, it says something of how much I love Home Alone. I put it around the holidays, but I've just kept it up now. And, like, it's the number one thing guys comment on. And then we start talking about it. So there's, like, a conversation opener. Like, yeah. that's kind of, just think of it that way. And now all the apps are, like, Hinge started that. And now the other apps are following suit where it's, like, Bumble's like that now. So it gives people stuff to talk about. You know what? You have just made me remember this. Season five of Vanderpump Rules was a single season, I think, for me. And I went on a dating app. And we filmed it. And this aired. And I remember just literally giving zero fucks and being like, I'm just going to put likes, ghosts, haunted houses, ranch dressing, Taco Bell, my dogs, the color sky blue, shopping online, literally the most stupid shit. But I'm like, these are all technically things I love. And I had never received more fucking messages Mm -hmm. from people being like, well, this is the most honest profile I've read. Ghosts and ranch. If you can't respond to that, you suck. Yes. That's hilarious. Like it's Yes. Stuff that is specific to you. Haunted houses. Yeah. If someone wrote on his dating profile, love haunted houses. I'm like, 
Let's talk about this. Wait, you know what my Raya song was when I I got kicked off of Raya twice what, for screenshots. They suck. Um, no, because I talked about it on You're my podcast. Too famous. <laughs> I'm too famous, Raya. Because you, t- you talked about it. What'd yes. you say? I, I talked, talked about, about it. it. I talked about it. How? I don't even think. I don't remember what I said. I don't. I think I just talked about how I was on it. Oh, I think I called someone out. I did too. We called out Justin Long. Um, <laughs> beware, beware. Um, but my Raya song was the Halloween theme song. <laughs> so. See, that's I always say, put something on there that differentiates you from everybody. You have yeah. got, like the Michael Myers. <laughs> yes. <No. laughs> I'm telling you, try it. It's just photos of you in a, in a try ski Try it, okay? <laughs> I'm doing all Halloween photos from now on. <laughs> ski masks. Be my little cop outfit. Be my rainbow bright outfit. All Halloween. <laughs> oh my okay. God. Oh, student debt. Most of us have it. If you don't have it, you know someone that does. You're either dating someone that does or you're friends with someone that does or your sister does. Yep, student loans follow you everywhere. But refinancing them with Ernest could save you money or lower your monthly payment. And it only takes two minutes to check your rate online. I mean, think about that financial relief that you could have if you had a lower rate or you refinanced them. I mean, you could buy those pair of shoes that you were looking at. You know what I'm saying? And what's even better about this is that when you go to Ernest and you do the little quiz, you just answer a few questions online. It only takes two minutes. You'll get a personalized rate estimate and it's all without affecting your credit score, which is a huge thing. We're always so scared to go and like see about refinancing because we're like, well, we don't want to affect our credit score. Credit score is going to go down. Not with Ernest. They make it so easy. So start saving today. Our listeners get a 100 Hundred dollars cash bonus when you refinance a student loan at earnest.com slash Stasi. That's a one hundred dollar cash bonus when you refinance a student loan at earnest.com slash Stasi. So go to earnest.com slash Stasi today. Terms and conditions apply. So moving on from dating online, how do you feel about long distance relationships? I have a love hate relationship with those. With long distance? Mm-hmm. Have you had a long distance relationship? Yeah. The guy who you moved to New York for. Yeah. Douchebag. But I loved that part of it because I am somebody that likes alone time. And then once I see that person, it's like so fucking exciting, but it's not realistic. I guess I have mixed feelings. I've had quite a few long-distance relationships. Um, I had a really long-term one in D.C. And um, it's nice to pick long-distance relationships in a place that you can get to in a day if you mm. need to. Like, like he would be like, I'd want to see I you I thought tonight. you were just saying in places you want to visit. <laughs> that, oh, no, that's actually, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Cannot Bali. stress this enough. Bali. Bali. I'm just going to narrow down your profile to people in Bali. I, was, I dated a guy in Miami specifically because it was winter in New York. And I was Wait, like, I need a Miami boyfriend. That's funny. It was perfect yes. until I found all his stuffed animals. And I was like, I gotta, he's gonna murder me. I really like alone time. I don't mind it. I... I tend to like people that are also really dynamic and have a lot going on too. Um, so I don't mind it. I mean, I think the key is to like be in constant communication. You can have phone sex. You can do FaceTime sex. Like anything to keep it spicy. Phone sex but, is so annoying. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it so much. It just really turns me on. But I also I, hate, I think I hate talking on the phone. So mm-hmm. it's like, really? Do we gotta do, we gotta do this right now? I'll, yeah. see, you when I, I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I just think that like you say it's not realistic and I, I see what you mean. We're like, yeah, you're not seeing somebody day to day at the end of their day all the time when they had like a shitty work day. And, um, I don't know what advice to give people. I really enjoyed it. I, we were in constant communication all the time. I went down there. We tried to pick special fun things, but we also tried to pick times to be together that weren't just a fun vacation, like where yeah. I was just there with him at the end of the day after work. And it wasn't always these like crazy fun, wild adventures, like so I could actually see what he was like day to day. Well, the, well, the goal is to like make sure you're on the same page about the future. So like, I think it's very specific to people. Some people can do it. Some people can't. Some people really need that everyday FaceTime. They need to see that person and they aren't as independent that they want to have a a long distance relationship. It really works for some people. I think everybody is like so, so different, but I think it's that you are on the same page about the future. I think you can have a fun long distance fling. I've certainly done that. That's been great for me. But if neither party ever wants to like move and you aren't really in this for the long haul, I don't know that that's going to sustain you. So we we are friends with Heather McMahon. We had her on our podcast and her and her now fiance have been long distance a lot, but they were all like, we're going to end up together no matter what. So like we're both committed to this. You live in LA now. Now you live in Atlanta. I live in New York. I mean, they kind of figured it out because they knew they were committed to the future. So I think where people get tripped up is they meet somebody and they really like them and they're doing these fun weekend trips and vacations and things like that. And it's really fun. And then they never, nobody ever planned to live in the same city. Yeah. And then it just starts to unravel. So I think it's like fun. Try, try it out at first, but like you got to have that conversation eventually. Yeah. For me, when at least when I did it, that was my number one thing and being like, well, I can't do this for like a year. I was like, there needs to be like some end goal that we are going right. to be in the same city together. Like I otherwise I'm just like, it's like kind of, I felt like it was, it got to a point where it's like, I'm torturing myself. Yeah. It's like, I'm putting in all of like this heart and energy into something that might just go away. Well, I mean, any relationship can go. So right. But like, whatever. is this but, a person number one that I'm willing to move for? Is this, you know, I think three months in is probably a good time to just take a temperature check and say like, do I think that this could be a long-term partner? Am I in love with this person? Is my lifestyle such that I even could move? Like yeah. uh, Ashley and I really do have to live in New York. We could probably live in LA also in terms of our jobs and, and interviews and things. But like, I can't move to Denver tomorrow. Um, so is this a place that I really would ever like logistically could move? I, I like to think I would move heaven and earth for somebody I was like really in love with, but I'm also really committed to myself and my career and my business yeah. partner. And um, so is that person willing to move and can they move? And, you know, if the answer is no, I totally agree with her. You can't just keep going down this path of like, this is fun and this is cool. Like, when love like, conquers all. Like yeah. it doesn't necessarily. It doesn't. And doesn't. you see a lot of the like bachelor yeah. couples break up and stuff like that. Like we're of like, they never plans for one person to move to Canada or whatever, you know, yeah. and so you see these people that really probably had a, a real love that could have worked if they had if they were lived closer to each other, just have to end it. So I think that's where people make the mistake. Do you guys watch The Bachelor? Yeah. <laughs> like crazy. God, okay. I've fallen off of it. Oh, no. I actually, like, I, I don't like the season. I've, I've, I watched it for probably 10 years. And so the, did I. I watched few, it. I'm just not well, into it's the just guys. Like, I can't with like 
two hour, three hour, three hour long episodes mm-hmm. sometimes, yeah. like three times a week. And now I know, I know that now like, like, why is it twice a week? Everyone is on there so that they can sell fit tea exactly. ads. 100%. And I'm just like, I, I'm, I used to watch this literally thinking this was for love. And now it's just, I can't. For Instagram followers? Yeah, it's for Instagram followers. And now uh-huh. it's just, I can't get past it anymore. I and, watch the recaps. There's a comedian that we like that does recaps. Send me that. I will. It's oh, very Because so I'm still interested in uh-huh. it and I appreciate Bachelor Nation, but I can't commit that much time to something that I think is just. Also, these guys are boring. I mean, I know it's what Bachelor Nation wants, but I'm sick of these just like boring white dudes like yeah. Peter, Colton, Virgin. Like, I just, I can't get down with them and then the women that they're choosing for them. So I'm just bored. I can't relate anymore. I'm a lot older. Do you like, think that it's because. Because I will, it's because we're older. I will never forget the moment we are outgrowing it. I where think. I was watching The Bachelor, and this was like two years ago. I think I was like twenty nine, and I'm like, oh my fucking gosh, I'm literally older than by far. They would call you a everyone. Cougar. I would be the cougar, the cougar. exactly. Of the Bachelor, and I'm like <laughs> turning it off. I'm turning this shit off. Yeah, I can't do this anymore. Like I remember, I'm like I remember watching this, thinking, oh wow, when I grow up, this is what it's like. Life's gonna be like. And now I'm older. You couldn't than even them. be cast on the show. You would they be like wouldn't even twenty-seven, and they'd be like, okay, so the mom in the house, Stassi. Yes. Yeah. I know. It's people terrifying. Just, yeah. There was a point where people were like, Wait, you, I would love to see you on the Bachelor, and I was like, I've literally am outside of the age range to even be considered. Yep. You guys, this needs to shift because we've all we seen have a real, senior bachelor. We should. Real Housewives. The divorcees. They've all been married before. But Real Housewives, like the franchise is they're they're all fucking amazing reality people, reality stars. And they have grown children. It's time to let <laughs> The, the seniors sign as a sign shine. <laughs> I'm, I little... want an adult bachelor. <laughs> I think they. I feel like they used to be older. I like, felt like that too. Jake and like um Brad, Brad and Emily season like I Ari. Why well, he was the worst, but Ari's and he also ended worst. up with like a 22 year old. But like it used to feel a little more adult. Now I'm just like it's all it's like this 25 year old dude and all these just Instagram girls running around. It I mean, is. don't you feel the women has gotten worse too? Like society as a whole, 22 to 25 year old women have gotten worse. Like it, I am not want to say their like, generation. These, yes. Are they millennials or are they under that? No, they're Gen they're Z. Under that. I think What's what is it? Gen Z? Millennials millennials are like I don't, don't want to get this wrong. You are. I think it's 26 to if right now, if you're 26 to 37, 25 to 37. So what is Gen Z? What what makes up what makes someone a Gen Z person? Not age wise. Um, they you tell you they're a digital nomad um, for what, a career. What does that mean? It's a so I had I learned this term recently because I was looking up hotels in Bali and they kept saying like so all these articles that said like the digital nomad set and I googled what that meant. It just means an Instagram model. It just means it's somebody what? that like travels and takes Instagram photos. Isn't that are you like? Is that the crazy? new word for influencer? Yes, it's the new word for like content creator. Digital, digital nomad. nomad. What? Yes. I oh, learned this recently. Oh my gosh. Isn't Bali like the perfect place to see articles about that too? Like oh you know God. that that is exactly what it is. They're also just like a little too woke. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the most offended people are the, like the youngest ones. Yeah. Because they just are like a little bit of a different generation. Yeah. Okay. Um, so woke, um, digital nomad. <laughs> I need to know what to look out for. Yeah, and I think what you have to be born. What is it? What's twenty twenty? You're born in like the late nineties. Maybe it's like 
I think it is 95. I think it started. So if you're 25 or under, you are Gen Z. And I'm pretty sure millennials are 26 to 37 now. Are they just as lazy as millennials? It's 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 they're it's, it's they're more entitled, but they they have a lot of skills because they were totally brought up with the internet. So they never had pre-internet. So like they have all these skills, but like I guess you could say they're a little lazy, but a little entitled, but so are millennials. I wouldn't say yeah. lazy at all. I would say like when I was growing, like I didn't have any hobbies or interests. I didn't have to do anything. Like I see kids today, they like you know they know how to do all these things. They have skills. They have TikTok. hobbies. You can monetize an entire business at the age of fourteen now on YouTube or TikTok. Yeah. I couldn't like, do why that. Are they I didn't all, do anything. How can they all dance? You know, like, I how do they all know the same dance? I was just trying to get a cell phone <laughs> at that age. I wonder how they know that they all know the same dances all. The fucking like, these kids time. Like, I mean, I think that they just spend a lot of time. Like when I was at that age, like I was in my bedroom, like with a cassette in the tape recorder, trying to get like songs off the radio to make a mixtape. Like they're yeah. learning TikTok challenges, and yeah. they have millions of followers. Yeah. Are you on TikTok? I'm I have on an account. It. I grabbed yeah. the name. I, we grabbed. The, I grabbed the name too, but I can't. I, I literally am reminded every day, Stassi, you need to start TikTok. I'm like, go fuck yourself. I, I think like it's amazing. Too. I think it's important to try to like. I can't. I'm not that clever. Stuff. I just. I can't. First of all, I can't dance. Ashley can dance. I can't dance either. I'm not that clever. I can't think of like. Oh, and then you switch, and then like it's something else, or like it's like you're gone. You're a ghost, or like you know they do all these <laughs> weird things with like yeah. The, the angles the, the, the yeah. phone I don't know like I don't god we're old no I just we're think it's old. important to try to do everything but I also think it's important to pick a couple things and be really good at those couple things you don't have to be mediocre at 10 things you could be really fucking great at three things okay so this is what I think I'll start my TikTok and I'm just what they're seven seconds long no they're uh, 15 or 15. 60 or like somewhere in between you're telling me I have to come up with content for almost a minute? No, I mean you. Could, no, I think most are most of them are like 15 seconds. Okay, so every day I'm just going to film myself eating straight face for 15 seconds, and that'll just be my TikTok. Yeah, put some music to it. You could do it, but it doesn't have to be dancing. It could be like you're in a fashion. It could be like switching up outfits. I saw somebody that was doing like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah. Thursday, Friday outfits. I saw that too. It looks like a lot of editing and work. Yeah, but you don't do the work. You hire people. To it that. doesn't matter. <laughs> It's like, it's like really I'm not another fucking social media platform that I have to like, that's going to take up more of my time. I'm already having to turn my phone off like multiple times a day so that I don't lose my shit. I can't, I don't think I was like truly cut out for the social media world. You don't, but also just like, you don't, who cares? You don't have to do it. Yes, I you do. Have enough going it's my on. livelihood, motherfucker. <laughs> I know every time There's we do a- these shows, I want to like get this TikTok. It's like the... You, you film the empty room like you'll you relate to this like so you film like the empty theater and then you film like it goes with some music and then you film the full theater and it's like the coolest thing and every time we I, every time I we do a city I tell myself I'm gonna do it and I just forget I'm gonna steal that no I, you could jack your shit right now <laughs> filming it. myself eating for 15 minutes is so yesterday for 15 <laughs> seconds I'm going I'm gonna do that you're gonna forget I, I'm telling you right now I, I need TikTok <laughs> ideas well, ladies, thank you so much for being here, you guys. And also, yes. I'm about to do their podcast. So if you want to go give it a listen, it's called Girls Gotta Eat. And you guys are on tour right now. Do you have any upcoming shows that you want to pimp your pimp yourselves out? Why'd you just go silent? No, we're yeah. letting you finish talking. Oh, I'm done. I'm go to girlsgotteatpodcast.com to see our shows. We have tickets still available. In, I don't, when's this coming out? 
I'm not sure yet. Maybe text week. Okay, so, so Friday. Shows in Houston, still some tickets available Houston, Dallas, Tampa maybe, Miami, maybe a few left in Philly and San Francisco, Vancouver, Portland and Seattle. How do you remember all those cities? People ask me where I'm going and I'm like, I don't know. I'm getting on a bus. <laughs> we do it. We talk about it a lot. Yeah. I don't remember where I'm about to go. We, uh, I'm obsessed with getting like updated counts for how many things we sold, and we, I like, manage our website together and everything. So yeah, we know. That's great. Oh, I need to. T- I need to learn from you guys. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.